Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speaker were presented by Progressive Insurance. Good weekend, huh? Got good sports weekend Ooh, for sure. So many Game 7s last night, boys. Ooh. Yeah, although they weren't very close. Well, I mean, the oh, Rangers one, game. Only one that matters. Only one. Yeah, Thank Rangers you, Jay. Really only close. one that matters. Really, really <laughs> close. OT, man. Come on now. Game's not even here today. Didn't want to hear it. He didn't want that smoke. Uh, what up, Key? On, Key? What's happening? What's cracking? What's, what, what, what are we doing, man? I mean, you know how, look. We basically, when we talk about who's the best player in the game, who's it, usually what we mean is the best player on the best team, right? The best player left standing at the end of the playoffs or through the playoffs who are like, oh, the jaw-dropping guy who gets there because almost every team makes the playoffs, man. If you're not deep in the playoffs, you're really not in the conversation. But Jason Tatum and then Luka Doncic, my God, they're in the conversation. And they're both under 25 years old. It's insane what just, what's going on right now. What Luca just did, and that's freshest in my mind because it just happened, right? Mm-hmm. See, there's no business beating the Suns, Jay. Mark this down. Luka Doncic is the best remaining player in the playoffs. Now, that says something a lot, that you got Steph Curry. I mean, you got Jason Tatum. You got Jimmy Butler. I mean, Luka Doncic is the best player. And you talk about in elimination games, man, dude's averaging 39 points. Now, granted, the sample size is not as bigger as the, as the others, but LeBron James averaging 33.5. Michael Jordan averaging 31. KD averaging 30. This dude's averaging 39 in elimination games. Now, I'm starting high because, Key, I'm about to go so low. What the hell happened to the best team in basketball, man? Like, I was in shock yesterday. If you would have told me Luka and the Mavs would have won a, a tight one down the stretch, I would have said, okay. I still would have been in, 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 like disappointed, embarrassed for Phoenix. But what happened yesterday to the Phoenix Suns was one of the worst things I've ever seen to one of the best teams, a team that people had claimed to be in the NBA Finals. Like we were yeah. actually having yeah. a conversation about them beating Golden State. They got blitz, man. They were down yeah, by they were thirty to win at home. The whole thing. Yeah, you, thirty by thirty at home, and they had one of the best home court records in all of basketball. In the first half, I had to uh, go, you know, run and get something to eat. Obviously, at the time, remember I was texting you, Jay. I had to shake my phone because I was like, "Is this a typo or something wrong?" I went, you know, how your phone delayed a little bit on the score, so I had to shake my phone and look at it. I'm like, shake and that's it. When I text you. I was like, man, kind of phone you got? I showed my son. <laughs> I just shook it just in my mind, you know. I had to. I showed my son. I'm like, look at this. He was like, no, Dad. I'm like, that's real. Then somebody sitting next to me was like, yeah, they're they're losing by thirty. I was like, huh? He thought and his phone so had to I, do at its that brain. Point, at that point, I figured three people on the team, all three of their bigs, got hurt or something. Yeah, man. I was like, what the hell happened here? So, Key, the the, the worst was it was late in the second half, and Devin Booker went to the free throw line mid third, and. It, <laughs> It showed his points, and he said two points. I said, oh, man, D-Book, the guy that gave Luka the nickname of all nicknames, the Luka Special, as you flopped on the ground one time, I think it was like game four or game five, literally laying on the ground. The camera catches him saying, I'm doing a Luka Special. And this dude comes back to blitz you in game six know what and game is? seven. Know what a Luka Special is? And he's been doing it since he's a teenager. Stepping out onto the court, doesn't matter who else is there, and he knows he's the baddest dude on the court, and he doesn't care who else in the world is on the other team. 
Luca, were you aware you had as many points as the entire Suns team at the half? Were, were you aware at halftime you had as many points as the Suns? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, mean, what'd you, I, I see you. I see you. <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, I think our defense was amazing. Uh, you know. But, I mean, yeah, that was that was good. But, like I said, you know, this is a team win, team effort. Everybody played amazing. Everybody just left everything on the court. So, I'm really, I'm really proud of this team. Yo, there, there's a little bit of a... Um like a Magic Johnson showtime in him. When you feel, when you're watching him play, it doesn't feel like you're, you're watching a game, right? It feels like you're watching an event. There's a performance that this dude puts on. And the amount of trash talking, like you will never question the grittiness or the toughness of this dude, Key. Like legitimately, yeah. he wanted every piece of what came along with the territory of dominating away on CP3 and Devin Booker's home court in the game seven. It just looks so it, it looks so easy to me watching him, you know, just he, he doesn't look this isn't like watching the Joker, right? It's a different it, it's something about him that he just got that it, that stuff. And it has nothing to do with him being white, but he reminds me so much of Larry Bird. It, it just smooth and it's flawless. 2.0. It, it no for real though, Jay. I mean, you were young. I mean, you were so young. I don't know. Obviously, up close in person and live, but you've seen enough clips and enough studying in basketball to know what Larry Bird looked like. I'm talking about it that in the eighties when he was just rolling like that. He looks like that. Just uh uh-uh, uh, and Bird with the little uh. All that just looks so smooth to me. It's crazy. You know what else? I'm starting to think. He is probably going to win the championship by himself. You, I'm starting to really believe that. Like Magic, you said Magic. Key, you said Bird. And I get the comparison to both. But like them, he's a big boy who knows how to use his body to create space. And, and, and you cannot rush him. You can't speed him up. He is going to play the game. Magic and Bird the, dictated the pace at which the game would be played. And there was nothing you could do. Right, it took it took MJ to come along, who's just like I'm, just better than you. I'm physically, I'm better than you. I want you know the whole thing, but no one else could get them because they were in control. Like Luca's going to play at the pace he wants to play. You're not going to speed him up. You're not going to do anything yep. to him. He's a big old boy who knows yep. how to use his body to create space, and he's got a counter for everything you do. It, Solid he, ball handles he, too. Yeah, dude, he, he's like a Slovenian bully. Like that's what he is on the court, man. And and by the way, key props to Jason Kidd because what you've seen him do the last two rounds as the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks has been off the charts. When they played against Utah, you know what they did? They targeted the hell out of Rudy Gobert. They put him in every ball screen possible. They had they had skip passes. They had him running all over the place. And Utah kept trying to go big, and they dictated the speed of the game with their sides. And with this series, they targeted the hell out of CP3. I don't know if you guys – I mean, the amount of times I saw CP3 as a 6'2 guard. I am 6'2. People say, oh, you're taller than what I expected. But when you're on the court against a dude who's 6'7, you are a liability on the floor, right? And I call it whatever it is for CP3, the quad injury, but I saw CP3 on the block trying to push his way out of Slovenian bully ball constantly – with every single possession they had, and that wears and tears you. That breaks you down over time. 
Man, it's a sport that selects out for size. The man, basket's way up in the nothing air. Nothing you could do. Yeah. You see, you see P3, there's, Key, there's nothing my man could have done. <sighs> this time know, defensively. That's, right. that's about exactly what's going to happen to Bart. Ain't nothing he's going to be able to do. And by the way, <laughs> Key, you know what? I, I, just, I, I saw it, and we'll talk about it later, Coming though. A couple weeks. The, um, here's what I hate for CP3. The imaging of him holding the hand that he had broken right, that he had hurt, had the fracture earlier in the year, the quad story that comes out about him being injured because it continues to sustain the same story about CP3. When it matters the most for my man, there's some kind of injury that occurs and he just gets worn down over time. I hate it for him. I mean, I hate it for him. He, he has CP3 has, you know, people talk about Doc Rivers. Oh, all the, all the blown series leads. CP3 has got a lot of blown series leads. A lot of them, guys. I don't think that's his legacy key, but there no, will be some out part, there. It's part of it. You can't it will, it's it's part of it, but it will be some out there. I will try to make it his but, legacy. Yeah, it's not about that, though, guys. We came in with questions. <laughs> just, like, just like you can enhance a legacy, it's all part of the story. Much more on CP3's legacy in 20 Man. minutes. So who is the best player left in the playoffs? Jay asserted that it's Luka Doncic, but I'll tell you what, Jason Tatum might have something to say about that. And by the way, are we just asking this because Giannis is out? What if Giannis was – do you see what Giannis just did? The numbers he just put up in a losing effort, but, you know, extended the series. We'll tell you how that happened next, how Giannis got bumped out on ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Jay. Yeah, this, this is tough for me. Jason Tatum, like, you know, you, you just asserted that Luka Doncic is the best player remaining in the playoffs. And we're going to get into that. But obviously, one of the guys with an argument is Jason Tatum. And are you asserting that it's Luka just because you were embarrassed about the way you treated no, 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 Jason no, no. Tatum? I can tell my own story about Jason Tatum. A dookie? I can tell my own story about Jason Tatum yes. before you frame it that way as an I'm embarrassment. Just, I mean, he, am I wrong? It's not really an embarrassment. Jason, I, would, I wouldn't call it an embarrassment. I would call it selfish. Selfish. Why would you call it selfish? Selfish, selfish is a better word. Here, here's one Now I'm not going to tell the story. Now nobody knows what you're even talking utterly about. ridiculous. Is it? Is it though, utterly ridiculous? Is it though when Coach K tells you that the only way they're going to retire your number is if you graduate and you stay another year and you graduate school in three years, you come back, you see number twenty-two being pulled into the rafters with the Bobby Hurleys, the Grant Hills, mm-hmm. you know all these other guys. You're like, oh, I belong amongst the greats, mm-hmm. and then you get a call. 
maybe a couple summers later was like, hey, look, we're trying to do this new thing. We don't allow incoming players to wear retired numbers. I'm like, wait a second. Incoming guys now, one and dones? And just your number, Jack. Just my number. (laughs) Not not Leitner's, not anybody else's number, not Grant Hill's. Me? Oh, hell no. You should appreciate the fact they want it. Why would they want Leitner's and Grant Hill's when they're asking for yours? You should appreciate that. Here's the thing, though. You could be, you know, giving your jersey to Jason Tatum. You could be giving your jersey to Grayson Allen. Yeah, the, and then the legacy is so different. The key, there's like, a, like yeah. you got you to gotta sort of see it out. Like, like, yeah, Tatum, now you look back and you're like, oh, I should have given it to him. But, if, if you know, it, uh, somebody else that turns out to not represent Duke the right way, maybe you first don't want that. First of all, that I, heard, I, I, heard they, that. I heard yeah. they didn't want uh, – that Tatum didn't want Jay's number at first. First he asked for Leitner and he can't have that. Then he asked for – can't no, have that. no. What about no. Jay, Jay Will? Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, what are we gonna tell Jay Will? Hey man, yeah, oh, we're he, doing a new thing now. Yeah, because there's so many two-time national players of the year hanging in the rafters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's, that's all. Just but trying to say to you, if you wasn't selfish, though, Jay, and utterly ridiculous, then at, at the end of the day, that young man should have been able to wear your jersey and wear it proud. No yeah. question about it. No, that's Duke fine. If you, if you know what you're, if you're you get never going to be forgotten at 22. What are you afraid he, he, of? Well, uh, it's not afraid of anything. It's it's. I've worked hard for it. Sometimes in life you have to be selfish. It is so selfishness so it been, is not every single time the worst thing in the world. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And by the way, it's not, it, Jason yet, Tatum, still, it's a Jason Tatum, Grayson Allen. Everybody knows that you wore no, 22. No, key, key. Your damn jersey key. is at the top of the arena. Key. Stop, hey, hey, Jay. Just relax. Relax your eyebrows. Let them hang. Just calm down <laughs> a little bit. You look intense. Number zero is fire on Tatum, though, I guess. It say. is. I like it. Agent Zero. He went from the from Arsenal, Arsenal. Don't blink. I ain't never. Just selfish. It's a damn jersey. Mm. Takes, I mean, one, takes one. Sometimes in life, you gotta be selfish. Give me the damn ball telling people about being selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Boston then stuck out their arm, led by double digits at the break. Never looked back. Tatum, wing left three. Another one. Tatum's five from five for downtown. It was a team effort. I mean, everybody chipped in. Pritchard, step back three, right angle. Good, good, good. Peyton Pritchard. Just looking forward to it. You know, excited. Being back in this position and, you know, trying to get over this hump. Like I can. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> it is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Luca, the best player remaining in the playoffs? Oh, there's a very good argument. However, there him. is someone him. else. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't take him, too. I'm saying there is someone the else with a damn good argument, and that is Jason Tatum, Celtics forward extraordinaire who had this to say about coming back from down 2-3 th- uh, or 3-2 on the defending champs with the best player, Giannis Antetokounmpo, in the world on that team. I believe in myself. I believe in this team. You know, I expected to play the way I did. I expected for us to respond the way we did. Uh, so as much as game five hurt, um, I was excited for that challenge. So... Jason Tatum needs to get to an NBA championship to be put in that next bucket. Get to or win? To, no, I, I think get to an NBA championship to get put in that next bucket, for me, frankly. Because what I saw him do in elimination games, uh, uh, game six, when you talk about on the road, he drops 46. 46 on the road. Huge game. Then to come back at home and defend home territory 
dropping 23 in the way he did. Now, granted, Grant Williams made 27 points, you know, ended up knocking down seven threes. But key, the way he takes over a game, the way he shot the ball in this game, and the way Emi Odoka, the head coach of the Boston Celtics, has now figured out the blueprint in his first year coaching, going from Kevin Durant to stopping Giannis, like I, the, the winner of the Eastern Conference is going to win the whole thing, in my opinion. Mm. Like I don't now, I don't know if that's going to be Boston or Miami. We'll talk about that. But either one's going to beat the West. I think I, I think the winner of that series is going to beat the West. Mm. Even if it's Golden State, you believe that? Yes, thing? I do. Okay, well I do I mean, because who who these teams are defensively. Mm. I understand. I mean, I I can't argue with you. I mean, you you've done it on the hardwood. Um, what do you mean when you say bucket? Like, what's the what's the bucket? You know, football, when I say bucket, there's like four of the top five or so quarterbacks in that certain bucket. What is Tatum in in terms of the bucket at the superstar status level for you? Top ten player in the league. So your bucket's ten. I mean, top ten, like I hover around that 10, 11, 12 range. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, yeah, all right. Okay. Because I, 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 then I misunderstood what your bucket was because I was going to say – he needs to win a championship to get in the top bucket. When I think top bucket, I think the top echelon of the five or six NBA superstar players. Uh, but if you're extending it to 10 or 11, he certainly belongs in there. He may be in the 7, 8, 9 category for sure, 100%. But in terms of those top five or six players, he's right on the cusp of that. A championship certainly would push him in there. There's no question about it. I mean, he's been amazing for them. Obviously, on both ends of the floor, his length, his ability to see the floor, all of the different things that you taught me and talked about over the last several months, or better yet, since January, since they've pretty much been cooking. Yeah, I, I think when you say top bucket, to me at least, I'll tell you how I think about it. Is he the kind of player where not even having an especially great year for him, just having his kind of standard issue year, if he's on the right team, that can win a championship, and that's good enough to be the best player in a championship team. And there are however many. I like the way Key does it. It's not, there's not a set number. It's not 10 or 7 or 12. Some years it might be seven guys, all who could do that. Some years it might be 11 guys. Some years maybe just four guys. To me, it feels like Tatum is already there. Like if he just stays at this level in the right situation, he could be the best player on a championship team. It might be right now. Look, I, I think they probably have to be – they probably are the favorite right now. I don't know what the odds on favorite are to win the whole thing, but you would think – I mean, they – feel like the most complete team in the playoffs from top to bottom with the way they defend. And this, they didn't do it without with Robert Williams, by the way. I know. So uh, here's the thing. Long think, Williams showed up. When you think about <laughs> how, they, how they literally schemed to stop Giannis and they showed him a multitude of bodies and Drew Holiday couldn't get down the stretch. And then not having Chris Middleton, obviously they were favored to win this series. But the way they score, the way they defend, Marcus Smart leading at the helm, who they are defensively, I mean – I. They're the best team left in the whole thing. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. I mean, listen, if they have, if you go, if you go to a game seven and the team has to get hot from three to beat you, I have to believe if you had your second best player, the Bucks had Middleton. I have to believe they win the series, but we'll never know. And but we, Keith, what we're about to find out in this next series for me in the Eastern Conference is going to be a bloodbath, man. I mean, this series between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics, the Jimmy Butlers, the Marcus Smarts, the Tyler Heroes, the snarl that he has, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, who both teams are. You know what? I, Bam out of Bayou, P.J. Tucker. Like, it, it's going to be like man in the arena, like that whole, like Shabago, like that is. Shabago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I'm, it in, I'm into Shabago. Yeah, it yeah. happened again. There, it just yeah, happened. no, I'm into Shabago. Who? 
Shibaga means like the whole thing. The whole thing. Right, like a shebang, but not exactly a shebang, a whole bag of shebang. Yeah, (laughs) Shiboggle. Giannis, by the way, is knocked out, right? And I got to feel like, I think MJ, Michael Jordan ruined this for everyone, and then followed by Kobe, and then LeBron, who did versions of it, where like, oh, you have to win it every single year, or it's the next guy's turn. Well, you know, Magic and Bird traded off. They didn't win it every single year. MJ won it basically every single year. And then Kobe... With Shaq, and then when he gave when they gave him Pal, was in it every year at least, and a lot of times won it. And LeBron is in it every year. Those guys ruin the standard for the rest of the basketball players after them, because now Giannis won't be in the finals. Are we holding it against him? This is what Giannis said after the series in which he set records for what he did on the offensive end of the floor, and also was excellent defensively. Listen to Giannis about how he felt throughout this series. Shots that I usually make wasn't uh, wasn't going in, uh, but you know, that's basketball. You know, that's sports. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. There's a winner, there's a loser. So, uh, but you got to live with it. You see, there was a difference for me when I watched the Milwaukee Bucks play as opposed to watching the Brooklyn Nets play. Yeah, I think Giannis missed a lot of chippies in Game Seven, a game Man, that dude. you. You expect him to be his best at. But, damn, it was one hell of a series for him, man. I mean, there were, there were times where you felt like Milwaukee shouldn't be on the floor with the Boston Celtics in which he single-handedly kept them in the game, waiting for a Drew Holiday or a Grayson Allen to come up and do something, right, to get them over the hump. But at the end of the day, you're still looking at the Bucs and you're saying, man, through blood on his face, through 40-point games, Giannis single-handedly kept this team in the series, and you wonder what it would have been like with Chris Middleton as opposed to with the Brooklyn Nets. You're looking at they're saying, well, damn, like KD and Kyrie couldn't even get it close, whereas at least this series came down to a game seven. No, Giannis, it felt like they – I don't know. It felt like watching him, they sped up the game for him at in the paint. Like he was rushing some of his shots. That's why he was missing them. You know, at the cup, it just it just felt that way. I think they did a hell of a job, like you said, in Game Seven. But uh, how you say his name? Emmy Odoka. Uh, how yeah, you say it? Emmy Odoka. Emmy Odoka. He's a defensive minded coach. I mean, if if you think about it, so his schemes against KD and Giannis in most crucial situations certainly came to light. It was a shabako. Let's keep that running. Not a shaboggle. That's some. That's the whole bag. A shaboggle is shibagle. like a shaboggle. Shaboggle. No, no, Shibago. you said with a G, but Key just changed it to a C. Ah. A C-K, a shabacle. A shabacle. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, like, whatever Jay like, said. Oh, no. Whatever. But you changed the meaning. You changed the pronunciation and the meaning. Jay's whatever thing I was meant the whole joke deal. Jay. But Jay's thing meant the whole deal. Your thing meant like Shibago. it was bad for someone. <laughs> I think at least how I interpret it. <laughs> it was an absolute shabacle Shibago. for the Suns in Game 7. We'll tell you what it means for Chris Paul's legacy next. Are Keyshawn we playing J. Will Boggle? Next. What? ESPN Radio on? and ESPN2. Shaboggle. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let's bring Stephen A. into this. Why haven't they just built it around Embiid and made it his team? Max Kellerman, the audacity for you of all people to ask me that question. Because of people like you who supported the process. That's where all of this started, That's how Max. they got Embiid. But that's not enough, Max, which is what I told you. With all due respect, that's not good enough. Let me remind your audience of what Max did when the Philadelphia 76ers were throwing seasons on purpose. Max Kellerman said, yo, that's a great thing. No, sir. No. Jay Keyshawn, y'all take this time to jump all over Max. Let him try to explain his way out of endorsing the process. You got nothing to show for it, Max. Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 8 and your smart speakers. I thought I was out of the debating Stephen A. business. He's pulling me back in. First of all, the process was working, which is why the NBA broke it up. It was working so well, the commissioner had to step in and say, y'all can't do this. Because then Max. other guys, then other, guy, other teams are going to start to do it. Max. He's, not what even, is it Keith? he's not even here for you to debate against anymore. Zero championships. Right. That's all. Do you know why? Because the league broke up the process. They yeah, didn't want. What were they going to do? Add Kareem and Jordan to the team next? No all right, doubt. let's go. That's how they got Embiid. In Hinky the process. was there, they would have had all of them. They, by the way, fans in Philly did not. I'm just telling you, the hardcore basketball fans. Yates, did you not like the process? Or were you like, yep, this is going to work? Man, look, if it works, it works, and it works. Right, so, see, I'm down for I'm, that, John. I'm, I'm telling cool. you, if you talk to real basketball fans in Philly, they're like, yup, this is making sense to me. Anyway, the point is, see see how he dragged me back in, Stephen A? I'm not the only one that he had a message for, okay, Key? You, you, the Key has a lot to say when the, when the message is for me, but there was a message for you and Jay oh. last week. Here's what Stephen A had to say about Key and Jay's chances against Bart and Han in the upcoming two-on-two Key and Jay, Bart and Han basketball court right outside here at Seaport. June 1st is coming up in a couple weeks. Here's the message for you guys. 
Oh, hell no. A two-on-two involving Keyshawn Johnson. So this Keyshawn Johnson, J. Will versus Allen Hunt and Boss Scott. Let me break this down to y'all. Boss Scott ain't going to do nothing but foul everybody because he don't know how. He just want to hit people, okay? So if you ain't hitting free throws, Allen Hunt, you at a disadvantage. I know you could ball a little bit. I mean, you look like you could ball a little bit. I'd like to assume you could ball a little bit. But I know Jay Williams can ball. Now we get to Keyshawn, my brother. You know, we got we go back a long ways. I love you, bro. You know, you 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 have gained a few pounds. I mean, you ain't in the shape that you used to be in. I mean, I'm I'm worried. I'm concerned. So I, you got Allen Hahn with the height, Bart Scott fouling everybody, Keyshawn not being in the physical condition that he used to be. But guess what I'm gonna do anyway? I'm gonna roll with the brothers for morning radio. Keyshawn. And Jay Williams. I'm going with y'all by a narrow margin. A narrow Very narrow. Margin. Because, Boss Scott, I'm not sure about you, bro. This ain't football. You can't just knock people upside the head in basketball. Unless you Dylan Brooks. Yeah. I'm just saying. Bart might be the Dylan Brooks. Of. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, Key, your response to that? How do, you, um, how do you make all the betters feel better about where you're at? Training-wise. I'm good, man. You know, I'm not going to talk that talk if I don't believe in myself or what I can get out there and do. They, they, you know what's so funny? Like, I've been knowing Stephen A for a very long time. Stephen A, what, one of the things that he's looking at, he's looking at me as a football player, not as a grown-ass man. All right? So, he's checking out the cheeks. He's looking at the, he's looking at the puffiness. You know, a little, a little what? waistline going on right there. But I still, over, over Bart and Hahn, they like a three. I'm still a ten compared to them. I ain't going up against no NBA guys. I'm going up against them. Uh, they can go. They can go do all the cardio and post the videos and do. Come on, man. You think I'm worried about that? Are you worried about Key's overconfidence? Do you think Key is? It starts to. Con- I mean, I don't, no. I don't mean, be worried about. It. Ain't no okay. need to worry key, about. It. Key, wait a minute. You and Marcellus famously had a race. Yes. And you had to have a rematch with him. He's a defensive end. Why? I gave, I gave him. I gave him a rematch as a friend. And it was I did because the first one was one. because the first one was a dead heat. Are you wait, out of wait, your damn mind, Max? Are you crazy? I Can saw you the video. I had three no damn. Doubt. Were you there? I had three damn drinks. That's before the race in This is up. my point. This is oh, my this point. Is wait a minute, Jay. Max. This is my point. Wait. This is my point. Key did not take it seriously to show everyone that he didn't take it seriously. Not only did he not train, he had a couple drinks before they race, and and it was so close they had to race again. He had no business. It was in a, so wait, Key, not close. Key, Key, first time. Key told me he now you want me to, now you want me to pull up video pull up and have video. Video. I, I need to, to see you the video. that but it Key, wasn't close. Key, stop the first time. Stop listening. I, me. Stop listening to Marcellus sell it. I you, saw you it when you guys. Posted it. Oh, stop. And it Wait, was, can oh, we find this video footage, please? Was, I need, need it. Find, oh, but, yeah, it's, but, on, it's, on, it's on somewhere. I'll find it. For the, the second the race or is, the first race? The point is. There were had, two races? Yes. They had, he had no business having a rematch, but he was so, so confident. So, like, yeah, I'll have a drink. I'll run backwards. I'll do all these things that they had to have a rematch. So I'm asking you, Jay, are you nervous that he is so it's like the it's like the way uh, Looney Tunes did the rabbit the tortoise and the hare right the hare was so <laughs> overconfident you see what I'm saying he's like oh, I have a, I'm not gonna do any cardio I'm blah 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 that's the only way you guys could possibly lose if he does that 
But see, I, I'm cool with though because I got key. Like I got key. Like I'm not gonna put key in that position. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about. It. I key gonna do what key does. I'm gonna let key do what key does. We'd we'll be just fine. I'm just saying when you look for a possible way, like a fatal flaw. I, I ain't gonna let him do it to you. I key. see key talking about. I ain't about, gonna let them man, do that to you. Hey. I'm not listening to these. Oh, dudes, wait, we got man. footage. Evan's trying to find footage of this thing. Oh, this is great. Wait, this, this, this is the rematch. The first no, one it, took place in like a screen. hallway. It's on our other screen that people can't see, but uh, we might have to <laughs> dig deep to find this one, though. The first, this is the rematch, right? Key won the first one inside and the second no, one was no, outside. No, 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 no. Both of them was outside. They just, what, it, it, we ran. I stopped running on the first one. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, his, his team going to take an angle, making uh-huh. it look like he was close. I stopped running. Ooh, that's the, that, I, no, that's the know, second okay. one. That's the no, second that's the one. second one. That's the second one. That's oh, the second he, one. And he won he the put one? the second one on video. I stopped. He Why'd put the stop? second one. Why did you stop? Why did you stop? Because I beat him the first time. I didn't oh, care. Wait, Keith, when you're kidding. playing, that's a when, when you're playing this two on two, don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. Yeah, don't stop when we <laughs> no, play. But wait, but wait, check this <laughs> out, though. But wait, check this out. He did a J move. He did a J will move. He gonna post the second video yeah, and jump up and down like he was. Yeah, I man. was like, everybody was like, Marcellus, if you don't stop. Well, hold on. Was, what happened to the first? Is the first video out there? Is there evidence the, of the, the first there win? There is first video out there, and there's still shots of the first video where I'm like three yards in front of the dude. Yeah, maybe man. I'm com- reversing okay. the order of the videos. I knew one of them was like, hold on, dead. Heat. No, the second one. Was close, but I stopped running on the second. Why one. did you listen? Yeah, don't see, stop. I don't you know how like damn tired my like legs that. were. Yes, because you're <laughs> not in shape because you didn't we take ran it seriously. It. Hey, Max, yes. we ran first one, then we ran it right back, like right after. Oh, I'm so like, it wasn't man. like time in between. Hell so no. So you got tired between two sprints. Jay, have you ever tried to run a 40-yard dash well, at 40-something years old? That's what my ass would be oh, training, oh, oh, oh. so I didn't hurt Jay, nothing. Jay, let, me, let, me show you, wild, let me show you how this is lining up, how history could repeat itself. I'm this is what's making me nervous. You don't see me in the Lakers jersey all the Jay. I know. I saw this it. This is what's making me nervous. Key, the way, the reason Marcellus was not as tired as you is because he knew he had to train. He's a defensive end. You're a wideout. He needs to take it seriously to beat you. Like a black ballerina. What is he doing out there? (laughs) All black tights on. What is going on? the funniest stuff ever. This dude had cleats on. He had a green stretchy. Oh man! Yo, oh, if Bart God. and Han show up in in in, oh in black spandex and cleats, Key, there are a lot of people here. At, oh, I'm getting okay. All right, yeah. See, this this about to get real here. Was, how many people were at this event? Five hundred, a thousand? It was it was a lot. I don't know. It was a big number. He got his chest out and everything. <laughs> he got his chest out. Was that the I'm first one? I'm black the swan one. from now on. Look, look at me lean up though. <laughs> look at me. Wait, wait, but when you watch it. You see me lean. I'm laughing he, at him. He out there in the full sprinter's outfit. You out there looking like a hooper at Venice Beach. <laughs> well, wait, Joe. That's what Jay, I, you got the uh, wrong listen. shorts on. Jay, right before the race, I had three I had three margaritas and a shot of tequila. Is anyone else, Evan uh, Yates, is anyone else seeing what I'm seeing? You see what I'm saying? Like, you see why it makes oh, okay. me a little nervous? Max, uh, have you ever seen Bad Boys 3? So not bad three. Boys. I don't think I saw three. So there's a scene in there where Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are taking a race on the sidewalk, and I swear this is that in real life. <laughs> Keith pulled up like, yeah, I'm wilding this, Jordan. I'm going to coast the last 10 yards. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Man, hey, 
Yates, if you watching that video, you see me pull up, man. I come on, stop. But see, kid, we gonna, this dude. Wait, hold on. I had on regular cleats. I had on regular tennis shoes. This fool went and put on cleats and spikes and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though. Oh, it was oh, so much fun. Oh, that that's okay. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm not worried. Now you're good. No, I'm good now. Okay, man, you're come good on, now. Man. Please talk me through the video evidence. Okay. I feel better about it now. All right. Because you weren't hey. trying to make me worry with your narrative. That's no, no. Max Kellerman. No, no. Here's Max. the here's the thing. I'm looking you at. You got me what's... over here thinking that Tom Brady's going to fall off the I'm cliff. I'm looking at what is the one. Is there a fatal flaw in the Death Star? No. Right? Here, here, here's what a... I'm going to tell you. Now I'm going to get more serious for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass myself nor you too. Okay. I'm not going to get out there. No matter how puffy my cheeks may look. You don't have to worry about my cardio. You don't have to worry about what do we want? Fifteen points? You checking out? We the haven't cheeks. established any damn rules. We first off need to establish whether five fouls is fouling out for Bart. Mm. See the one. Here's that's, a consistent thing. Here's a consistent I thing. I would say uh, on all of our analysts that come on and, and and talk about this situation. Here's the consistency. Bart Scott is gonna break somebody's nose. That's a consistency. <laughs> yes, everyone's saying that. I'm I'm going to be winded. That's a consistent. But what they're saying to you is I'm not going to put up. They're not saying I'm not going to put up buckets. Mm. The other consistent True. is Jay Will is Michael Jordan 2.0 <laughs> slash Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. And then on the other end, Alan Hahn is is just a guy with a jersey. That's the consistency. <laughs> that is that is what what you just identified is what everyone is saying. It's true. Yeah. So so if, if everyone is saying that, I could go sit. On the sideline and let Jay Will take them on by itself. I key, I got you. I believe we're you good. will show up in the moment. Key I, will show all up I want to do, Jay is going to get busy. Uh, all I want to do is be B J Armstrong and allow my dude to do what he does. Yeah. There you yeah. go, base. Well, I got you. It's coming to you. Pocket. Yeah, pocket I, I'm not there. asking for the rock. I give me a couple shots. I'm good. Jay can. I can have two points. Jay can have the rest. Keyshawn, <laughs> Jay Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. We are oh, brought to you God. by Navy Federal <laughs> Credit <laughs> Union. So. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD, <laughs> veterans, and their families. Our members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Miss Winston, this season, we'll get to throw to Jarvis Landry, Chris Olavi, the first-round pick from Ohio State, Michael Thomas. This is a stacked position group, and yet another indication that the Saints believe they can win now with Jameis Winston. A pretty good three-man stable of receivers. I wouldn't put it at the top. I mean, Michael Thomas has played like a handful of games in two years. If he can be back to what he was in 2019, then they have a problem for other teams. Cannon. The Cannon. The can- Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Huh. Dan Graziano with us now. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Max. Good to see you as Guys. always. Good to hear Dan. you. How are you. What up, Coach? Drew Brees, Dan, tweeted that speculation from the media, and this is a quote, from my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour, senior golf tour, coach my kids, or all of the above. I doubt it could be all of the above. I'll let you know. We usually as well. play hot news or not news, Dan. I'm just going to ask you. The, the part where he goes, I may play football again of this whole thing. Is that hot news or not news? I think it's not news. I mean, it would be news if he played, but I don't think it's realistic. I mean, this is a guy, he's 43, didn't play last year. Last time we saw him play, 
wasn't particularly good. Uh, and he just had surgery on his left shoulder like a month ago or sometime within the last month. I, I think it's I think it's far-fetched. I think the pickleball thing is more realistic, honestly, for Drew Brees at this point in his career. And, you know, this is something that obviously made waves last night, but even just a, a, a quick text or call here and there, it, it, I didn't find anybody who thought him playing football again this fall uh, was a legitimate possibility. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. I don't think it's a legitimate possibility, especially if you're talking about the New Orleans Saints. I mean, many people that I knew inside that organization, and not including my nephew, felt that the year that he got hurt, which was two, 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 two to three years ago, that Jameis Winston was actually the better quarterback even in that time, but they didn't want to disrespect mm. Drew Brees, so they gave way to Drew and allowed him to try and will them to a championship. So I don't see where he fits in for anyone else, although I would say this. After having a year off, sometimes injuries heal and you feel a whole lot better. I just don't see where, for instance, the New Orleans Saints would look at Drew Brees and say, hey, come in and let's see what you got, because now you would disrupt the, the team, the chemistry, and everything. And, and if you're Brees, you want to go play for somebody else at 43 and see if you can do it? You want to go play for, like, the Carolina Panthers and have to play against the Saints twice a year? I mean, like – if he had never won the Super Bowl and he felt like he could go back and win a Super Bowl somewhere, I could see it. But what is the point, if you're Drew Brees, uh, of playing football again at this point? I, I think this is a guy that was tweeting to have some fun, and, and, and I, I, I doubt that we should be taking it uh, all that seriously. And key to your point, like, would the Saints even want him at this point? Or are they all set with the team they have going forward? Yeah, Dan, I'm totally fine with Drew Brees, you know, giving a tweet considering he just probably saw Tom Brady's new contract for $376 million yeah. in 10 years. Like, let me get some leverage in this whole situation. But I, that does bring me to Jameis right. Winston. How committed to James, to the, are the Saints committed to Jameis Winston? I mean, I think the way the contract is set up, it's 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 year at a time, right? So, I mean, they'll see. But he's coming off of an injury. They liked what he did for them early last year. They felt there was promise there. They felt like, you know, the year he spent as a backup to Breeze and working with Sean Payton and in that system, you know, that, that, that he fixed some things in terms of ability to take care of the ball that cost him, obviously, when he was in Tampa. Uh, so they have high hopes for him, assuming he comes back from the injury and time to start week one, which they, they think is, is possible and likely at this point. Uh, they have high hopes for him. They feel like they've put a good group around him. They feel like with Michael Thomas coming back uh, that that's a big benefit to whoever would be playing quarterback for them this year. Uh, and right now they're, they're willing to, to see what Jameis can do at this point in his career. Still a young player, uh, incredibly talented, and they were winning games with him at quarterback last year. So, so they're excited. You know what, Dan? I'm extremely excited as well. You use the word excited. I'm excited for my nephew because not only is it the nepotism, I want to see him win a lot of games and hopefully get to a Super Bowl. Now that they added Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, what are you hearing around the league about this receiving core that they put together? Yeah, obviously this was a major weakness for them last year with, with your nephew not playing and then with really very little else in that group that they could rely on and then obviously they lost uh, Jameis and had trouble at quarterback so major major upgrade uh, if he's coming back a, a guy that not long ago set the uh, NFL single season record for receptions uh, along with Jarvis Landry who's been a reliable performer still not yet 30 years old he only only caught 52 balls last year but he had some injuries and they I think people think there's a bounce back there especially if, you know around the league like one of the reasons it took Jarvis so long to sign is because 
a lot of teams perceive him as sort of just a slot receiver, and he wanted to be perceived as more than that. So interested to see how the Saints use him. And then, of course, Olave uh, and everything he brings, assuming he gets up to speed in terms of the NFL game uh, quickly, it, it could be a pretty dangerous group and, and uh, obviously would make Jameis Winston, I think, even better than he was in those first six, seven games last year. How much pressure, how much pressure does this put on Jameis now that this receiving core is intact? Yeah, I mean that that's this is a he's at a point in his career key where you know he's got to show it. Like this was he he did 5 years in Tampa Bay, a lot of great things and a lot of things that, you know, that that weren't so great in terms of again turnovers and that's why he's no longer there and why they went out and got Tom Brady and we know that story. But now if he's back fully healthy, is the time for Jameis Winston to show that he can be a great NFL quarterback. He was the number one pick in the draft. He's, he's got the talent to do it. Uh, if he doesn't do it here with this group, then I think, you know, it's going to be very, very difficult for him to find, you know, and it's not going to be difficult for him to find another chance, but it'll be more difficult than it was this time around. And remember, he had to take a backup job when he left Tampa. So it's a critical point in Jameis Winston's career uh, for him to show that he can be the player that he believes he can be and that um, much of the league has long believed he would be. Dan, I'm going to ask you to pronosticate a little bit here on this one. Do you, he signed a two-year deal this offseason. Could you see where the Saints could be moving on from Jameis Winston before his two years is up? Sure. And again, without having the contract right in front of me, I, I think it's, it's likely that it could happen next offseason if this year were to go badly. We know they looked around at other options. We know they were in the Deshaun Watson uh, sweepstakes when, when he was deciding between them and Atlanta and, and ultimately decided on Cleveland. Uh, so, yes, we, we know that the Saints are that they that they were thinking a little bigger, right, than Jameis Winston at one point this offseason. And if he disappoints, then then I think it's fair to assume that they, they would again. I don't know exactly who's going to be available this time next year, but I think the draft uh, is perceived as better for quarterbacks next year. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a it's a. I don't want to call it a tryout season, but this is it. Like, Jameis, you can show us you're our quarterback of the future. He's still young enough to be that for the Saints. Uh, but if he doesn't show that, then I think they'll be in position to, to where they're looking elsewhere next year. Yeah, not a tryout season, but it's a, it's a tryout season. The great <laughs> Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you as always, Dan. All right, Dan. CP3 started in New Orleans, but is it going to end with a brutal game seven loss in Phoenix? That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.